name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. I have one word for you today. Wow! Did you hear what just happened? Wow! Unfathomable, unbelievable, beyond all our understanding and expectations. Wow! You're still not wowed. Did you hear the prayers? What just happened to those two children and what has happened to you? Did you hear it? Wow! Redemption, sanctification, purification of flesh and spirit, the loosing of bonds, the remission of sins, the illumination of the soul, the regeneration, renewal of the spirit, the adoption to sons and daughters of Christ, to be made incorrupt, to be given the fountain of life, the fountain of youth, the fountain of eternity. That all belongs to you. So as this kind of came to me during the week, I loved doing the pre-communion prayers in the morning because it kind of expands our understanding of what communion really is for us. In just a few descriptions, communion is the forgiveness of sins, the enlightenment to eternal life, to strength, to healing, the blotting out of evil thoughts, intents of night fantasies and evil spirits of darkness. It's the medicine of immortality. Wow! So really today, what I want to encourage you is this. There are two realities here, right? The greater reality that we hear in baptism and communion and the lesser reality that we tend to live in. Now today you have a choice to live in the greater reality or the lesser one. That's your choice. We can live in this reality. We know it's true. We know it, it belongs to us. In this place where God has been merciful to us, united us to himself, given us his grace, allows us to live by his strength, live in the sense of life eternal, into the healing of soul and body. We can live in that reality. <clears throat> or we can live in the lesser reality. Right, where we tend to, right? We tend to live there. So what's that lesser reality like? Anger, anxiety, short-temperedness, unkindness, selfishness, impassion. That's where this world wants to take us. That's where we are in the media. That's where we are sometimes on our cell phones. That's where we are on our, our computers. We're in this place where it's the lesser reality that's being kind of sold to us as this is where you should be living. You know where how the prodigal son, uh, that account of the prodigal son describes this reality? Remember what the reality, the, the, the ultimate 
uh, the ultimate destination of this reality is called the pig pen. Remember where the prodigal son ended up? In the pig pen. That's the ultimate destination of the lesser reality. The pig pen. And so for us who tend to live in that spot, uh, we have to cope, right? We have to cope with life in the pig pen. Remember Father Hopkins says, they even write books, 10 ways to cope with life in the pig pen. 10 ways to be successful in the life of the pig pen. That's, that's the reality that we tend to live in, right? The ten, we tend that reality that tends to be our reality. That's not the reality that God has intended us to live in. He's intended us to live in the greater reality, obviously because he's given us himself. We are united to God in baptism, and we're able to live in this life, uh, this greater reality, this life with God. So what's that reality like? Very many beautiful descriptions in the scriptures. Galatians 5.22. That reality is this. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That's that reality. That's the greater reality when we live in Christ. So you have a choice. Right? You have a choice. Do I want to live in this reality or this reality? So how do, we, how do we then live in the greater reality, right? Because I think if you were to raise your hands, who would like to live in the greater reality? Who would like to live in the lesser reality? Oh, caught somebody. The greater reality is an obvious choice. How do we live there? We draw near to Christ and we live in the life of the church. That's how that's done. Why do I come to church? so I can live and experience the greater reality. So I can be transformed by the greater reality. I want to live there. I want to live here. I want to live in these moments where I feel the presence of God. That's why I come. That's why I pray. That's why I do the things I do as a Christian person. That's why I forgive others. That's why I work to be forgiven. All of it's there because I want to experience and live in this greater reality. God gave us this for a purpose. God made church so you had to go to church every Sunday. So it interrupts your weekends. That's why God made the church. No, God made the church so you could experience the greater reality. It's here. You touch it. You smell it. You taste it. Wow. Yes. I got an amen over here. I got an amen right there. Is that you, Elias? Yes, of course. So it's important that we understand that this is, why do we do what we do as Christian people? Because we want to live and experience the greater reality. We want to be freed from the, the gravity pull of the lesser reality. We want to touch heaven. We want God to touch us. Just, just even a little bit. So today, beloved, make, make the, the, as you make your effort, understand what you're doing. 
you're trying to live and touch and experience the greater reality so you could live there. So that that can be your life. Not the lesser reality that tends to pull us down and, and create anxieties and struggles and difficulties in life. So, beloved, today, as we rejoice at the baptism of uh, Amelia Rose and Wesley Michael, that we would, too, remember our own baptism and try to touch and live in that reality God gave to us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.